0: Heavenly Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. We hear God's word of truth in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us so that, having denied ungodliness and worldly desires, We live soberly, and righteously, and godly in the present age, as we wait for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself in our place to redeem us from every form of lawlessness and purify to himself a people of his own, zealous for good works. About two weeks ago, we had a lockdown drill training us on what to do in the event of an active threat on campus. It's horrifying to think of that actually happening here. It goes without saying that we all want to be safe at this school. More than that, your complete safety is a goal of Christian education that includes the spiritual, the safety of your souls with eternal life as the final outcome. So in chapel, we can shift away from physical safety and with the help of the text, review briefly this morning God's safety plan of grace for you and me and all of his people. God's safety plan of grace has started with the rescue operation already done. To understand the magnitude of that, think of how it used to be. The disaster. All of us trapped in our sins, hijacked by the devil, no emergency exits, and no ability to even use them, since we were also dead but better than a fireman crashing through a burning door or a SWAT team showing up just in time. Jesus carried out an act of heroism, unheard of in the history of the human race. It's laid out in the gospel. Single-handedly, he took your place under God's justice. He kept all the commandments for you. He carried all of your sins to the cross. And with a powerful death, He rescued your souls. Jesus did more than buy you back from spiritual danger. He found you and claimed you because the rescue operation of the cross is followed by the next phase. The Holy Spirit sent, coming to the rescue also in word and sacrament, causing you to believe in Christ for the forgiveness of sins. That's quite a turnaround that we have, we had as Christians. Going from lost, trapped, dead, to found, rescued, revived, spiritually safe. Yes, God has put you in a very safe place, close by him. Or to put it in a different way, we get to take refuge in Christ. As part of the plan, God continues to be hyper-vigilant as the only one who sees all the threats before they happen, knows all the dangers, he knows what the enemy is up to, and for that reason, he does constant training with you and me, something that's much more than a -a once-a-month drill. Here's part of our safety plan. You've seen these posted around at various rooms. It's a work in progress, though. This, on the other hand, is the complete safety plan of our Lord. It needs no improvement. And here's the main policy. The grace of God has appeared, training us so that having denied ungodliness and worldly desires, we live soberly, which is to say cautiously, and righteously, and godly in the present age. The spiritual threats you face are not only possible, they're constant, even accelerated by the technology that we use. They come at us through the people that we know. They get inside of us because our sinful nature is this horrible traitor that unlocks the door and lets in the threat. Part of your spiritual safety then comes down to a healthy realization of your own vulnerability. We are part of the problem because we put ourselves at risk. God, in His grace, however, sounds the alarm for you to take seriously. He tells you in His word to say no, renounce ungodliness in all its forms, say no renounce the desires of the flesh, since your own spiritual safety is at stake. We should take some examples of that. It is not ever safe to let a simple desire or inclination take over and control what you think about or what you do. It is not safe to be careless with the internet and its ever-present inappropriate content It is not safe to be casual about the Word of God, especially the hearing of it. It is not safe to dismiss some of our sins as something not significant, or worse, to use God's forgiveness as an excuse to do as we please. We will struggle to say no to ungodly notions and worldly desires, even to the point that we give in. Thanks be to God, however, that he pulls you back with a lifeline of repentance. In repentance, we are turned away from danger because God goes to work in the heart, convincing us to know that what we did was wrong, to confess our guilt to him, and claim the forgiveness that he holds out for us in Christ. Yes, daily repentance is a big part of your spiritual safety along with the constant training that is based on his word, along with your 911 calls to the Lord as you pray for his help. God's safety plan of grace is active and effective each day. We depend on it as Christians, that is, as the Lord's own people, whom he leads to be zealous for good works, with the Lord as the safekeeper of you and me, we also look forward to a day when the plan is not needed. Or as Paul writes, the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom alone we are safe for all eternity. Amen. We'll close our worship with hymn 292. We sing stanzas 1, 8, and 9, the first and the last two, 1, 8, and 9, hymn 292,